Welcome to the Doc Washburn Show, the show that talks about what you actually care about. Minutes after each live stream is completed, the Doc Washburn Show podcast is available for download at all your favorite podcast platforms. The Doc Washburn Show is on Twitter and Facebook. You can email us at contact at docwashburnshow.com. This is episode 114 of the all-new Doc Washburn Show. It's Thursday, March 24th, 2022. Now, what did I say that caused solid Sarah Huckabee Sanders supporters to become Doc supporters at the Benton County Republican Committee meeting Tuesday night? Also, why did the Little Rock TV station call me a Democrat not once, not twice, but three times in three straight newscasts Tuesday? Details coming up in today's episode of the Doc Washburn Show, but first, yes, I was fired by one of the biggest radio companies in America, Cumulus Media, simply because I refused their vaccine mandate. Yes, it's obvious. The last U.S. presidential election was stolen. No, my old employer wouldn't allow me to say that on the radio. And yes, there's all kinds of evidence out there. A lot of people are having serious negative reactions to the vaccines. And yes... We must keep the January 6th political prisoners in our prayers. So this is a really different kind of talk show. We are unmasked, uncensored, and unfiltered. If you'd like to support what we do, go to our website, docwashburnshow.com, and click on the button that says Become a Patron. Now, I'm running for the Republican nomination for governor of Arkansas, and if you would like to support the campaign, go to our website, electdocwashburn.com. Dot com. We appreciate all the support we've been getting. Okay, so I um I did a Facebook Live while driving up to Rogers, Arkansas, Tuesday afternoon. And when my campaign manager saw it, he said, That's it. That's the message. That wins you the primary right there. And, of course, whoever wins the Republican primary for governor will be the governor because it doesn't matter what sacrificial land the Democrats put up. So uh, when I told my campaign manager how blessed I felt, how honored, how humbled that I got a standing ovation from the Benton County Republican Party, Tuesday evening at the church we met in, in Rogers, Arkansas. He said, well, did you do the same message you had in your Facebook Live from Tuesday afternoon? I said, well, yeah, except the Facebook Live was six minutes long, and the message that I got to give from the podium at the Benton County Republican Party meeting was ten minutes long. But nobody was allowed to videotape for some reason. I, that was kind of odd. But anyway, so I want to play for you some of the Facebook Live video from Tuesday afternoon. And then tell you about the response that I got. And what turned diehard Sarah Huckabee Sanders supporters into Doc Washburn supporters Tuesday night in Rogers, Arkansas, a place where 
people couldn't hear me on the radio. You know, when you get outside the coverage area of the radio station that I used to be on, all of a sudden you go from being a well-known radio personality to, wait a minute, what's this guy's name again? So it really was a remarkable, remarkable meeting. And I was blessed to be there. And so here is um, here's some of the Facebook Live that we recorded. Somebody said, gee, I hope you weren't doing that while you were driving. And I'm like, well, of course not. I'm in the passenger seat. And then I looked at the video, and the video is backwards. So it, it actually looks like I'm in the driver's seat instead of the passenger seat. And I don't know what to do about that. Uh, you know, I think that's a Facebook thing. I don't think that I don't think that's a doc thing, because we were we were going like, why why do you say you're you hope I'm not driving? And then I look at the video and I'm like, oh, because it looks like I'm in the driver's seat. Oops, sorry. I'm, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Here's what I said to have my campaign manager saying that, that right there. That's your message. That's how you win the primary. And it's kind of the foundation for my, the talk that I gave Tuesday night at the Benton County Republican Party meeting that switched a lot of Sarah supporters to being DOC supporters. Here we go. Since you're watching on Facebook, I'll give you a sneak peek for tonight. Look, there's an old Mexican proverb. Show me who you walk with, and I'll show you who you are. My opponent, Ms. Huckabee Sanders, walks with people like John Bozeman. She said she hopes she could be as good a governor as he is a senator. Really? The guy who votes for budgets every year to fund Planned Parenthood. The guy who said that Trump was at least partially responsible for the violence on January 6th at the Capitol and could be potentially criminally prosecuted? No. She walks with French Hill, the guy who says that the idea of the election was stolen is a fiction and a fallacy, says that Trump's rhetoric leading up to January 6th is unforgivable. French Hill, who voted for Nancy Pelosi's January 6th sham commission. No. She walks with Asa Hutchinson, who endorsed her, and she said what a great job he's been doing. Asa Hutchinson, the guy that vetoed the bill to spare children, to protect children from being sterilized, 8, 9, 10 years old. No. 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 You show me who you walk with, I'll show you who you are. Sarah walks with Mike Pence, the guy who stabbed Trump and all the rest of us on the back January 6th after promising two days earlier that he wouldn't. No. Look, what I want to do Sarah would never do. I want to dramatically reduce the size and scope of the state bureaucracy, enabling you to live a life free of government interference. Sarah can't do that because her donors don't want her to do that. 90% of her donors are either super PACs or out-of-state folks. She's got a whole lot of Democrat political activists from places like California donating to her. I wonder why that is. Why might that be? 
She's meeting with uh, top educators throughout the state. Think any of them might be conservatives? I don't think so. Critical race theory is gone. I will sign the bill. I will sign the bill that Aza kept from getting through the legislature to get rid of critical race theory in the state of Arkansas. No more rhinos. We're done. We don't want another term of Huckabee or or Hutchison, for that matter. I will sign a bill to eliminate personal income taxes in the state of Arkansas and income taxes on small businesses. I'll sign a bill to make ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine over-the-counter. Don't even have to get a prescription. And, and, I'll sign a bill to prevent assessors from raising the value of a used car from one year to the next. For that matter, we got to get rid of the taxes on used stuff. I got a great deal on a 2013 Honda Accord, which I'm actually sitting in right now with only 85,000 miles on it, $15,000, Mitch Ward, Red River, and the interest of full disclosure, he's an advertiser on my podcast, God bless him, got a great deal, and then I go down to DMV and they're like, okay, you got to call this number and get it assessed, oh, sales tax over $1,000, now wait a minute, the guy that bought it new already paid the tax on it. Now, that's, that's the big numbers, right? But the little numbers. The state of Arkansas is trolling moms on Facebook who are trying to sell used clothes that their little kids have grown out of. That's wrong. It's just wrong, you know? I'll never forget what the chaplain said a few weeks ago at the Pulaski County Republican Women's Club. She was quoting Ephesians 6.12. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against spiritual powers and principalities in high places. And there's another verse that talks about don't join in the evil that men do, but rather expose it. We're up against a lot of evil. We really aren't. Asa Hutchinson vetoed the SAFE Act. The bill to protect small children from puberty blockers, from chemical castration. Why? Because Walmart wanted it to. And you know, I think it's great that Walmart has low prices and they give a lot of people jobs. That's fantastic. Help the economy in Arkansas. That's wonderful. But I'm sick and tired of the Walton Family Foundation shoving their liberal ideologies down our throats. It's time that Walmart and Chamber of Commerce stop running this state. That's been going on for way, way too long. So look, I'm going to be with my buddy Jan Morgan, who is running for the United States Senate. She's challenging John Bozeman. For the United States Senate, I'm going to be with her at the Assembly of God Church in Rogers this evening at 6.30. And I hope you guys can join us. It's going to be a lot of fun. Thank you so much. Check out our website, elect.washburn.com. Everything we do costs money. And you can donate online there. And we really appreciate all that you do. But this is a God thing. This is not my idea. We're just trying to glorify God, and we appreciate you. God bless you. Hope to see you in Rogers tonight. Okay, so at my message Tuesday night in Rogers, I added 
concerns about how child welfare workers are abusing families by taking children from parents who love them and didn't do anything wrong, by buffaloing their way into people's homes without a warrant in the first place. And I told the folks that if you like me, Governor, all the child welfare workers are going to have to wear body cams when they interact with parents and or children. They have to give uh, parents Miranda rights and stop trying to barge in a home without a warrant because too many parents don't know their rights. Um, I talked about how outrageous it is, how inexcusable it is. We have homeless veterans in the state of Arkansas. We have veterans begging for food in the state of Arkansas. When they are due federal benefits, but they don't know about the federal benefits. And there is an office in every county of this state, all 75. Each county office is supposed to be helping veterans get the benefits that are due them. But most of those offices aren't funded much at all. So you have homeless veterans. And that should never happen. There's no excuse for that. You elect me governor, and I'm going to take care of the veterans. My administration will work with the county judges to make sure that the veterans get the federal benefits that they deserve for going out there and being willing to risk their lives for our freedoms. I talked about the horror stories out of the uh, nursing homes. Bed sores, ants, all kinds of stuff. Abuse. And I said, you know, there is an agency in the state government that by law is supposed to be inspecting those nursing homes to make sure that our precious elderly patients in the nursing homes aren't being abused. Day one of a Washburn administration in Little Rock, as governor, I will sign an executive order ordering the Office of Long-Term Care to enforce the law, something they have not been doing under Governor Hutchinson or Governor Beebe or Governor Huckabee. We, we, we can't afford four more years or eight more years of what we've been putting up with for all these years in Arkansas. Our Lord told us, even as you do unto the least of these, you've done unto me. And we've had horror stories about the child welfare system. We've had horror stories about how veterans are treated in this state. And we've certainly had horror stories coming out of some of our nursing homes. And Asa Hutchinson didn't do anything about it. And Mike Beebe didn't do anything about it. And Mike Huckabee didn't do anything about it. No. Our Kansans don't want four to eight eight more years of the same. They want somebody to get in there and clean up the mess. They don't want any more rhinos. Let's get my hair cut yesterday morning. 
uh, Tuesday morning. One of my barbers asked me, what, 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 Rhino, what does that mean? See, not everybody is as immersed in politics as you and I might be. And I explained, well, it means Republican in name only. So, like, say, for example, when Governor Hutchinson vetoed the bill to make it against the law to sterilize children, that's just one more evidence he's a rhino. He's not a real Republican. I mean, oh, and when I told my barber and the other three barbers that Aza had done that, they were horrified because, again, they're young guys who don't really follow politics. So um, I got a standing ovation at the Benton County, Arkansas Republican Party meeting Tuesday night. And I didn't know what to expect. I mean, it sounds silly now, but my campaign manager and I didn't really expect to be warmly received by the Republican Party in the county that is the home of Walmart. Um, it seems silly now. Because the folks that I talked to were just as concerned about freedom and liberty as anybody anywhere else I've ever met. And so, look, I uh, I had people coming up to me after the event was over. And they looked uh, serious as a heart attack. Uh, it was very emotional. And uh, they said things like, I never, ever could imagine that somebody would be able to peel me away from supporting Sarah Huckabee Sanders. But I just listened to what you said. And I'm, I'm voting for you now, Doc. I couldn't imagine in my wildest dreams, somebody would get me to stop supporting Sarah and st start supporting you. But that's exactly what just happened. And I had several people come up to me and talk about how they have been strong supporters of Sarah, but that's all over now. It's all over now. People used to call my radio show last year before I was fired for refusing the vaccination and say, well, you know, I didn't really like Mike Huckabee all that much. He wasn't 
conservative enough for me, but I'm really excited about Sarah because she worked for Trump. And I was sitting there thinking, gee, I don't know. I couldn't make up my mind between Leslie Rutledge or Sarah Huckabee Sanders when Leslie was still in the in the running, you know, when I was still on the radio. So when somebody say, well, I didn't really like her dad that much. He wasn't conservative enough for me. But I'm, I'm excited to see, uh, you know, Sarah becoming governor because she worked for Trump. I would just say, well, we'll see how that works out. What we've seen. By the way, uh, I found out it's not actually an old Mexican proverb. It's an old Spanish proverb. Show me who you walk with, and I'll show you who you are. So 90% of contributions to Sarah's gubernatorial campaign are either from PACs or from people outside Arkansas. She has, she has hundreds, hundreds of Democrat political activists from outside Arkansas contributing to her campaign. People in places like Sacramento and San Francisco and all this kind of stuff. Show me who you walk with, and I'll show you who you are. You know what I'm saying? Now, why are all these Democrats in other states donating to Sarah Huckabee Sanders' campaign? I've said it before. I'll say it again. She cannot afford to debate me. She can't afford to answer the question, Sarah, do you believe the election was stolen? Sarah, do you believe child welfare workers should wear body cams? Do you think there's a problem with our child welfare system? You know, we found, um, oh, my goodness, somebody listening in Australia says, tea's on the table, 6 p.m. here. Man, I wish I could join you. I wonder what they eat for dinner in Australia. Shrimp on the barbie, yeah? Sounds great. On another topic, because we have people combing through Sarah's financials, they found a 95-year-old living in a dump in Dearborn, Michigan. So what's odd about that? She gave Sarah $1,200. One of many peculiarities. Show me who you walk with, and I'll show you who you are. Now, we are so blessed to have advertisers that make it possible for us to do what we do. And I'd like to mention a couple of them real quick here. And the great deal that I got at Red River Your Way. 2013 white Honda Accord with only 85,000 miles on it. I got it for $15,000. And it drives like a dream. One thing I, I, I found out about Hondas and Toyotas, you take care of them and they run forever. If you try to buy a, a car recently, you realize there's such a chip shortage you may have a hard time finding what you're looking for. People I know have actually bought vehicles from hundreds of miles away from where they live. That's where Red River Your Way comes in. Red River Your Way is a big old car dealership in the middle of the USA that believes in freedom, including the freedom to buy a car, truck, van, or SUV the way you want to. 
You can buy online, and they'll drive it to you. No matter where you live. That's right. Anywhere in the continental United States. Red River Your Way wants to make your car buying experience as easy and transparent as possible. That's why they've added technology to their website that puts you in complete control of your payment options and allows you to complete the entire purchase process online. But don't worry, Red River experts are here to help you. Every step of the way, if you have any questions, Red River makes it so easy. As you browse their selection, you'll see each vehicle has a button that says Explore Payment Options on it. Clicking that button guides you through a few easy questions that then create personalized payment options you have complete control over. All you have to do is adjust your preferences, and all the math happens automatically so you can figure out what monthly payment works best for your budget. Red River Your Way makes car buying online easy. Your whole car buying process is completely transparent. If you want to buy a car, truck, van, or SUV, order online from the nationwide car dealer that believes in freedom. The dealer that will deliver your freedom to your front door no matter where you live, redriveryourway.com. You will be glad you did. All right, so we're always talking about pushing back. Pushing back against the overreach of this Goliath federal government. Let me tell you how you can do that in a big way. Did Obamacare, the so-called Affordable Care Act, make your health care more expensive? Does your health insurance premium feel like a second mortgage? Does your sky-high deductible prevent you from going to the doctor? Do your sky-high copays keep you from going to the doctor? If you answered yes to any of those questions, there's a website you need to go to. It's called MyFamilyHealthPlan.com. When you click on MyFamilyHealthPlan.com, you see the big, beautiful letters, affordable plans, save 30 to 50% on premiums, personalized health coverage, low to no deductibles, no copays. Well, it's easy. Click on the red button, Schedule Call Now. That allows you to book a free consultation with my buddy, Art Wilborn, We'll make sure there are no gaps in your coverage and also make sure that your personalized health coverage plan does not force you to cover awful things like abortion, which violates your deeply held religious beliefs. Again, MyFamilyHealthPlan.com. Affordable plans save 30 to 50% on premiums, personalized health coverage, low to no deductible, no copays. Hit the big red button, schedule a call now, get a free consultation with Art Wilborn and make sure there are no gaps in your coverage. Save money on your insurance at MyFamilyHealthPlan.com. All right. So I started hearing, I was eating dinner. Um, my driver and I were eating dinner with my sister-in-law and my nephew at a place called Smitty's Garage in, in Rogers. There are so many wonderful restaurants up there in Northwest Arkansas. It's amazing. So, we're eating dinner. I'm on this carnivore diet. I'm having a couple of burgers with no fries and no buns. Lost 30 pounds since I got on that diet. And um, my phone rings. And it's my friend Kim Slaughter. Now, she is running for uh, the uh, Arkansas State House of Representatives. The Conway area. 
I said, hey, Kim, look, I'm, I'm having dinner. Can I call you back? She's like, um, Channel 7 just called you a Democrat, and I'm texting I'm texting the video to you. I'm like, what? Channel 7 call me a Democrat. What? So I've come to find out they were doing a story about responses from gubernatorial candidates to the horrible mass shooting in uh, Dumas, Arkansas. And um, they had a number of Democrats say incomprehensible things about violence and guns. They had little clips from each one. And you're thinking, maybe that person made sense if he didn't have like a five-second soundbite taken out of context. I might have understood what the person was trying to say, whether I agreed with him or not. But um, the reporter for Channel 7's report had sent me a private message, a DM on Twitter, about the time I was driving to get my hair cut and then go straight from there to get up to Northwest Arkansas to do an interview with Conduit News, which was wonderful. It went wonderfully. And then do my appearance of the Benton County Republican Party. So I wasn't checking DMs on Twitter yesterday. I was busy. I had stuff to do. So um, the announcement was made at 5, 6, and 10 p.m. last night that they were not able to get a hold of Democratic candidate Doc Washburn. Now, apparently, the reporter uh, for Channel 7, Shelby Rose, who seems like a real nice person, um, said she got in a hurry and made a mistake. And, you know, we've all made mistakes when we got in a a hurry. Um, But the thing I didn't understand is why the evening news anchor, Beth Hunt, who is a veteran news anchor, Beth Hunt, who I've met before, uh, she came to the radio station I worked at a few years ago, and I met her there. So she knew I was a conservative radio talk show host, and there's no possible way I could have been a Democrat. And yet she said those words three times, three newscasts in a row, 5 p.m., 6 p.m., and 10 p.m. Tuesday night. That's what I didn't understand. Um, so I uh, I talked about it on Twitter. I talked about it on Facebook. And... Uh, My uh, campaign manager heard from the news director of Channel 7. See, I was under the impression from talking to Shelby Rose, private message on Twitter, that I was probably not going to get a retraction, probably not going to get an apology. Um, But we did, and I, I, I misunderstood what Shelby Rose of channel was saying, you know, like I say, we all make mistakes. But anyway, uh, the apology was was given 
Um, Wednesday evening, you know, 24 hours later, on Channel 7, uh, let's see, Beth Hunt said they incorrectly stated Doc Washburn was a Democrat candidate for governor, but in fact he's a Republican candidate for governor. We apologize for the error. I'm like, okay, all right, well, that's fine. But what I didn't understand is why your veteran evening newscaster, Beth Hunt, who knew I wasn't a Democrat, said I was a Democrat three times, knowing that I wasn't. I could not have possibly been a Democrat and been a longtime conservative radio talk show host in in Little Rock, Arkansas. I don't don't get it, man. And, you know, people on my campaign are like, well, it's malice. You know, it's intentional. People on my campaign are like, how many hundreds of thousands of dollars did Sarah spend on on advertising on Channel 7 and for, for them to say she's the sole Republican candidate for governor? Because, you know, how many people who heard that and didn't know who I was didn't hear the retraction, didn't hear the apology in the next day. You know? I mean, look. I, uh, I understand people make mistakes. And um, Shelby Rose is young and doesn't have nearly the experience that the evening news anchor Beth Hunt has, people make mistakes. What I don't understand, because uh, Beth Hunt is not only a veteran broadcaster in Little Rock who knows full well that I have never been a Democrat, but uh, but she's also a, a human being. She's, she's not a robot. So how do you read that off a teleprompter? Three newscasts in a row, knowing it can't possibly be right. See, I've got a friend who does the evening news on a different newscast, on a different TV station, um, who told me how these things work. And he says, nothing goes on the air on my newscast that I haven't read over first to make sure there are no mistakes. When I was texting him about what Channel 7 did, he's like, Wait, what? WTH? What? No way. No way. So I don't know where we go from here. Um, All of a sudden, for the first time ever, a fellow named Roby Brock. Roby Brock who does a talk business and politics show for Channel 7 on Sunday mornings and interviews political-type people. Um, For the first time in the almost eight years I've been here, has reached out to me all of a sudden and asked if I want to do an interview, a 15-minute interview. Well, like, sure, yeah, sure. And uh, I told the person on my campaign who was corresponding with Roby Brock, I said, um, yeah, tell him I want to do it live in studio Sunday morning because I don't trust you guys for obvious reasons. And we were told, oh, sorry, don't do it live. Don't do it in studio. Got to be a Zoom call. 
Got to be a Zoom call, really. Now, why might that be? Why does it have to be a Zoom call? I mean, you're afraid of me because I'm not vaccinated? Is that it? Because he's certainly done plenty of interviews in studio. So what's going on here, really? I mean, what, what's, what's the real story? Talk business and politics, Roby Rock. All right, so. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, a Zoom call instead of in studio. Oh, well, whatever. But um, a lot of people on Facebook and on Twitter don't think it was a mistake because it's one thing. It's one thing. Look, I, I, I buy the thing with Shelby Rose made a mistake. We all make mistakes. But the evening news anchor, the veteran, saying it three times, three newscasts in a row, I don't see how that's a mistake. I just, for the life of me, I can't wrap my mind around that being a mistake. When you know, you know, you know I'm not a Democrat. So why do you say it three times in a row? I don't know, but she apologized. So, um, well, I think they had to, right? They didn't explain how it's possible, you know, that they did it. So, uh, it's just, uh, it's just remarkable. Oh, that's right. I forgot to play it for you. I forgot to play it for you. Here it is. This is a major public health issue. We need to keep our Kansans safe while protecting constitutional rights. Democratic candidates Doc Washburn, Ricky Dale Harrington Jr., Supa Cypress Mays, and Republican candidate Sarah Huckabee Sanders did not return a request for comment. I think the sound effect at the end was uh, my friend Kim Slaughter letting out a little whoo. Couldn't believe. Just couldn't believe it. Democratic candidate Doc Washburn. <laughs> How's that a mistake? How's that a mistake? I don't know. I just, I just hope that Shelby Rose, the reporter who admits to have written those words, is not is not some kind of scapegoat over at KTV. Because the evening news anchor, Beth Hunt, is the one who said those words over and over and over again, knowing, knowing, knowing I'm not a Democrat. You can't be an evening news anchor in a market the size of Little Rock and not realize that the most listened to radio talk show host in the state is conservative and cannot, by definition, be a Democrat. That's just not possible. So I don't know, man. 
I don't know where we go from here. I mean, I'm going to have to talk to uh, to my crew at my campaign, and I don't know. Anyway, let me uh, let me say a word for a couple of our advertisers here. They were so blessed to have that allow us to be able to do what we do. First of all, my friend Justin Minton, M-I-N-T-O-N, Minton in Benton, Benton, Arkansas. Justin's a former insurance adjuster who left the insurance industry to become a private lawyer, founded the Minton Law Firm to help injured people fight against powerful insurance companies and corporations, and he sure helped me out when I was in two automobile accidents back in 2019. He's also helping me out with the one in which I was rear-ended, full blast, December 17, 2019, on Colonel Glenn Road in Little Rock, Arkansas. Now, the Minton Law Firm has a great team of lawyers, including the 2016 Trial Lawyer of the Year and the 2016 Outstanding Young Lawyer of the Year. The insurance companies take Justin Minton and his team of lawyers seriously because they know they can and will Take your case to trial if need be. So whether you want to go to trial or settle out of court, it's a really good idea to have a knowledgeable trial attorney on your side. Justin's team aims to bring justice to clients who've been injured and need somebody to stand up for them. No matter what the injury, Justin meant to make sure the mental law firm always works hard for you. Whether you're in a car wreck, hurt on the job, or you're a loved one who's suffering from the carelessness of another, Justin Minton Law, M-I-N-T-O-N, Minton in Benton is here to help you if you live in the state of Arkansas. Just call the Minton Law Firm, 501-943-4195, or visit justinmentallaw.com today. Just remarkable how many people are listening to this thing live at 2.34 a.m. Central Time. And I, I'm, I'm humbled. I'm honored. I appreciate you. So I'd like to tell you about the best-kept secret in American healthcare. Let me ask something. You got migraines? Do you have neck pain? Do you have back pain? Do you have vertigo? Do you have what do you call agita, acid reflux? How about uh, eczema? How about problems with your blood sugar? Might be able to help you. Now look in the mirror. Does one eye look bigger than the other? Are your eyes off balance? Are your shoulders off balance? Look at a picture of yourself. Do you naturally lean to the left or lean to the right instead of sit up or stand up straight? If the answer to any of these questions is yes, you probably need to get your atlas adjusted. That's how I got rid of my migraines and neck pain. Let me tell you how it works. Your skull weighs anywhere from 8 to 15 pounds. It rests on the top bone of your spinal column, the atlas, which only weighs 2 ounces. So it's really easy for that atlas, the C1, to get out of alignment. If it does, your whole spinal column can get kinked up like a chain, restricting your central nervous system's ability to send impulses to the rest of your body. It can affect your respiratory system, circulatory system, digestive system, and, yes, even your reproductive system. And, yes, it can cause cause migraines, neck pain, back pain, vertigo, eczema, acid reflux, problems with your blood sugar, do yourself a favor. If you're in central Arkansas, call my friends at the Arkansas Upper Cervical Center, 501-279-2009, for a free consultation to see if you need to get your atlas adjusted. 
or if you're outside central Arkansas, simply go to their website, turnmypoweron.com, click on the tab, click on the tab that says find a doctor near you. And I hope that you can. I hope that you can. So you've been hearing about this um, this judge, Katanji Brown Jackson, the judge. And uh, there's some unusual things about her. Let's see what happened when uh, when Lindsey Graham, of all people, was questioning her. In comes the Internet. On the Internet, with one click, you can receive, you can distribute tens of thousands. You can be doing this for 15 minutes, and all of a sudden, you are looking at 30, 40, 50 years in prison. Good. Cut. Good. I understand. Absolutely good. I hope you are. To do. Good. Allow her to finish, please. I hope you go to jail for 50 years. If you're on the Internet trolling for images please. of children in sexual exploitation. So you don't think that's a bad thing. I think that's a that's horrible thing. With the witness said. She- Remarkable. Remarkable. Let's. Uh. Let's look at Senator Ted Cruz talking to Judge Katanji Brown-Jackson, trying to get her to answer why she cut the sentence in half for a defendant who had 6,700 images of child porn. Committee Chairman Dick Durbin doesn't allow that to happen. Here's how it went down. Your child pornography possession crime was egregious in the court's view. Okay, so this is a bad one. If you're actually sentencing defendants, you said this was egregious. What did you sentence Stewart for? The guidelines said 9,721 months. Prosecutor said 97 months. You said it's egregious. 6,700 images. You come in with 57 Time months. Is Why Senators did you send it in over just 57 of- months in the Stewart case? Do you want to address that? Because you're claiming it's cherry-picking. In fact, you're welcome to explain any of these cases, but let's take the Stewart case. Why Coons, did you sentence him for half the amount? You're not recognized, Senator. Senator if, Coons. You don't want her to answer that question? You wouldn't allow her in. Mr. Chairman, she may answer the question. I've asked her why she sentenced Stewart. You've gone over the time, Senator, by two minutes. Why she? Because you've interrupted me for two minutes, Mr. Chairman. Will you allow her to answer the question, or do you not want the American people to hear (laughs) why, with someone she described as an egregious? There comes a point, Senator, where you get a little bit. Chairman Durbin, will you allow her to answer the question? You won't allow her to answer. I I will happily allow her to. The question is why you sentenced Stewart, an egregious child pornography possessor. to, to half of the amount Please, requested by the prosecutor. Please, Senator. Will you allow her to a- answer the question, Chairman Durbin? Senator Coons. Thanks. Why are you not allowing her to answer the question? There's You're not another senator here that you've not allowed her to answer the question. You're I'm not asking another question, but allow her to answer the question, Chairman Durbin. 
Thank you, Chairman. Why do you not want the American people to know what happened in the Stewart case or any of these cases? Chairman Durbin, I've never seen the chairman refuse to allow a witness to answer a question. You can bang it as loud as you want. Well, I can just tell you, at some point, you have to follow the rules. Okay. Will you let her answer the question? You've, you've been interrupting. We, and by the way, with Senator Graham, it went 10 minutes over. You've sure taken did. a big chunk of the time. Will you allow her to answer the question? You've given her Why are you afraid of her? She's welcome to answer it right now. Will you let her? Senator Coons. Will you let, so no, you don't want her to answer the question? Senator Coons. Will you let her answer Thanks. the question? Chairman Durbin. Apparently, Judge we're Judge. very afraid of the American people hearing the answer to that question. We here in the Senate. Uh, looks like they're going to railroad this thing, ramrod it through. Democrats are the party of going soft on uh, child predators, obviously. You know, it reminds me of the law that uh, Ron DeSantis signed in California recently, the anti-grooming bill. Democrats are upset with that now. Upset with that. So uh, let's take a look at Josh Hawley talking to Judge Katanji Brown-Jackson about the case of Neil Stewart. Guy who tried to cross state lines to rape a nine-year-old girl at 6,700 images of videos of child pornography. Again, this looks like the same case Cruz is talking about. Guidelines recommended 97 to 121 months. Judge Jackson gave him only 57 months. Let's see how this went with uh, Josh Hawley of Missouri and the judge. Senator Cruz was asking you at the end of, of his time and questionings about United States versus Stewart. This is the case where Neil Stewart tried to cross state lines to rape another person's nine-year-old daughter. He had 6,700 images and videos of egregious and brutal child pornography. The government recommended 97 months. The guidelines said 97 to 121 months. You came in at 57 months. Senator Cruz asked you why. The chairman wouldn't let you, let you answer. I thought maybe you'd like to answer now. Thank you, Senator. No one case can stand in for a judge's entire record. I have sentenced more than 100 people in a variety of egregious circumstances. In every case, and especially cases that involve the kinds of acts that you're talking about, the kinds of evidence that I had to deal with as a judge, in every case, I am balancing the factors that Congress has determined are appropriate and required for a judge to make a determination. The data points that Senator Cruz pointed to that you may have in front of you don't account for all of the information that was before me as a judge and the authority that you all Congress and your prior confirmation when I was a district judge provided for me to exercise my judgment, and I treated those cases and every case very seriously and imposed a sentence that was sufficient but not greater than necessary to promote the purposes of punishment. Would it surprise you to learn that Mr. Stewart's a recidivist? He was warrants issued again for his arrest just three years after you sentenced him? 
Would it surprise me? Yeah. Would it surprise you? You know, Senator, um, there is data in the Sentencing Commission and elsewhere that indicates that there are recidivism, serious recidivism issues. And so among the various people that I've sentenced, I'm not surprised that there are people who reoffend, and it is a terrible thing that happens in our system. Yeah, indeed it is. Indeed it is. Democrats don't care. They do not care. Democrat Party, which has been the party of child murder, abortion now, for almost 50 years, they don't care. So... Senator Marsha Blackburn of Tennessee asked her an interesting question. Don't know if you heard this. It went something like this. Uh, can you provide a definition for the word woman? Can I provide a definition? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. I can't. You can't? N- not in okay. this context. So I'm you not believe a biologist. The meaning of the word woman is so unclear and controversial that you can't give me. A definition? She said, I'm not a biologist. She can't provide a definition of the word woman because she's not a biologist. Wow. Wow. So... Let's think about that now. We've got an article from L. Reynolds over the Federalist. If Katanji Brown Jackson doesn't know what a woman is, why does she use the word so much? Subtitle, repeatedly, Using words she says she can't define is not a good look for a potential Supreme Court justice. Here's what she says. Joe Biden's recent Supreme Court nominee, Judge Katanji Brown-Jackson, whom the usurper, I won't say president, has admitted was nominated in part because she is a woman, stunned listeners on Tuesday when she refused to give a definition of what a woman is. After Republican Senator Marsha Blackburn, Tennessee, asked her to provide a definition of the word woman, Jackson said, I can't, I'm not a biologist. But for not knowing what a woman is, Jackson loves to use the word. I got 14 times she invokes invokes the fair sex in just the first two days of her confirmation hearings. Plus 34 times she's used the word in her legal opinions as a judge. In her opening statement on day one of her confirmation hearings, Jackson opined that, quote, I stand on the shoulders 
of so many who have come before me, including Judge Constance Baker Muttley, who is the first African-American woman to be appointed to the bench. On day two, Judge Jackson couldn't talk about the Supreme Court's precedent on abortion without referencing women. She said, Roe and Casey are the settled law of the Supreme Court concerning the right to terminate a woman's pregnancy. She continued, after Casey, the court has determined not so much that the right to terminate a woman's pregnancy is fundamental. The right exists and it's subject to the framework in Casey that allows for regulation. She also mentioned a female witness in a case related to child sex crimes in an area of law where she's been accused of handing down light sentences to child pornography offenders. She said, I somehow still have nightmares about the main witness, the woman I mentioned earlier, demonstrating her ability to identify the woman's sex. She's also invoked the concept of womanhood to pat herself on the back for being nominated. She said, I'm humbled and honored to have the opportunity to serve in the capacity and to be the first and only black woman to serve in the United States Supreme Court. And again, she said, because I'm a woman, because I'm a black woman, all those things people have said have been right, really meaningful to them. So you see where we're going with this? I mean, that's just scratching the surface, you know? That's just scratching the surface. She knows what a woman is. But it would be politically incorrect to uh, to admit it, you know? This guy who calls himself Leah Thomas claims to be a transgender woman and swims against... Uh, actual young women. UK Daily Mail reports that uh, the actual women on the swim team complain because Leah Thomas changing clothes in the locker room doesn't attempt to hide her male genitals. Okay, I don't know how to explain it to you, but a her doesn't have male genitals. That'll be a him. So, I mean, it's um, a guy abusing these women and the uh, women's swimming coach tell them to shut up. Shut up and take it. You know, let me um, see that verse in, con- the, the, in full. That I alluded to earlier, I gave the paraphrase. Ephesians six twelve. Ephesians six twelve. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Indeed we do. Indeed we do. Never forget that. Never forget that. All right, it's uh, it's about that time. 
Hit it, Brian. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. It's the Doc Washburn Show Tweet of the Day. Brought to you by Red River Your Way. Red River Your Way, the big old car dealership in the middle of the United States. Believes in freedom, including your freedom to buy the car, truck, or van, or SUV of your choice online. Have it delivered to your front door anywhere you live in the continental United States. Okay. So, Tweet of the Day is from a woman who calls herself Mia, as in Cry Mia River. So, first of all, she says, Women give birth to literally every single human being that has ever walked this planet. Now, in the 20th, 21st century, a tiny minority of men in the 21st century say, We possess magical woman souls, therefore, we're literal women. And almost everybody says, I have no idea what a woman is now. Like uh, Judge Katanji Brown-Jackson. Thank you, Leah. No, pardon me, not Leah. Mia, as in cry Mia River, for your Tweet of the Day, brought to you by RedRiverYourWay.com. You can buy the car, truck, van, or SUV of your choice. Online. The way you want to. Have delivery front door. Anywhere in the continental United States. Sweet. Sweet. That's fantastic. Now I gotta I gotta give you one more. So Pierre Trudeau, Prime Minister of Canada, who thinks he's a dictator but doesn't want to admit it, don't want anybody else call him that. Um he was over in Europe and in front of the entire European Union they said bad things about him and so he's uh, he's not happy. But as far as I'm concerned it could happen to an extra guy so it went something like this. Oh wait, I gotta turn it back up, sorry. Nažalost, danas su međunama. Wait. I didn't realize it was not going to be in English. They got subtitles. He says, unfortunately, today there are those among us, pardon me, who trample on these fundamental values. Canada, once a symbol of the modern world, has become a symbol of civil rights violations under your quasi-liberal boot in recent months. We watched how you trample women with horses. How you block the bank accounts of single parents so they can't even pay their children's education and medicine, that they can't pay utilities. Mortgages for their homes. To you, these may be liberal methods. For many citizens of the world, it's a dictatorship of the worst kind. Rest assured that the citizens of the world, united, can stop any regime that wants to destroy the freedom of citizens, either by bombs or harmful pharmaceutical products. Uh Uh-oh. Thank you. 
Yeah. Yeah, Trudeau wasn't too happy about that. Oh, well. Couldn't happen to a nicer guy as far as I'm concerned. So, um, oh, this is great. Cartoon Steve says on the Podbean app, Senator Cruz or Senator Blackburn should ask the judge, are you a woman and how do you know? Wow. That's strong. All right, let me tell you. You've been listening to episode 114 of the all-new Doc Washburn Show. The views and opinions expressed on the Doc Washburn Show do not necessarily reflect those of our advertisers, but they love us and we love them. Today's program has been produced by Tim Terrible, directed by Mick Messy. This has been a terribly messy production. Portions of today's show will be taken overseas and dropped. If you'd like a transcript of today's episode, the all-new Doc Washburn Show, simply peel the roof off a Rolls-Royce panel truck and send it to Mansour's Computer Solutions, 7th floor of the Ephemeral B. Smoot Building, Whitehall, Arkansas, in care of Sheriff Mansour Sempia the Tenth. Well, that's the way it is. Thursday, March 24th, 2022.